WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Experts and average Americans alike keeping close tabs on inflation. The Commerce Department says the pace of sales at U.S. retailers was unchanged last month from August. For many Americans, the rising cost of rent and food reduced the amount of money available for other purchases. Sales at grocery stores increased four-tenths of one percent, helped by rising food prices. But sales at auto dealers fell four-tenths of one percent in September, while business at consumer electronics and appliance stores dropped nearly one percent. Overall spending has slowed and shifted increasingly toward necessities such as food. President Biden touting his efforts to lower prescription drug costs. Biden hoping to counterbalance more bad news about inflation in the remaining weeks before the midterms. This is SRN News. Brandon Tatum hopes to see unification. Ron DeSantis, I think, is, is doing the job that he's supposed to do, and I think he's doing an exceptional job. I'm really hoping that as a country we come together and not allow this to be something that's divisive, that we not allow because people don't like DeSantis politically, that they're hoping for the downfall uh, in Florida. The Officer Tatum Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Got something that you want to let us know? Text us on the free AM 1280 The Patriot app. Let's take a look at your weather today. Mostly sunny, high of 56. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, high of 44. Then it gets much colder on Monday. Sunny and a high of 38. And for your Tuesday, sunny and a high of 41. Hour 2 of the Narn with Mitch Berg is next right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. My mission, making talk radio great again. Uh, people ask me, what is that song that you start the show off with? Oh, I was, of course, that's, that's the Iron City House Rockers, title cut from the album, Have a Good Time But Get Out Alive. From 1980, an album that came out 20 years ago in 1980. And, of course, the, the line never quite fit, fit quite right in school. I thought it was applied to me. But then I wasn't a conservative in high school. We'll come back to that thought. In fact, we will come back to that and talk about it at some length in a moment here by way of talking about uh, the next subject. One of my favorite return guests here, Sherry Wallace, uh, joins us here from Speaking Proudly. Sherry, welcome back to the show. Oh, you're so – it's wonderful to be your favorite even. Oh, but... it's one of my favorite events. Of course, we're <laughs> yeah, talking about right. Speaking Proudly, the, uh, the, the event. Well, you described it, And you've it, been there. I have you been there. Have been there at, we've had two Speaking Proudlies at the state capitol yep. take over the whole place yep. and uh, end up in the rotunda with winning speeches. Well, this is an oratory competition, meaning for non-debating folks, it's a persuasive speech. Right. Eight minutes at the state capitol for high school girls. No cost to them except for a whole lot of hard work. Yeah. 
um, any private charter school, homeschool person can come. And it's Saturday, June 17th. We've moved it from the fall to June. Okay, um, good. Because we want to be more in sync with uh, all the school calendars. Okay. And we are out to select 24 girls from those who are applying. And uh, they get a tour of the Capitol. They get a box lunch. But most scary is they give an eight-minute speech three times. That's right. In front of judges. That's right. I've been one of those judges a couple times now. I, I remember razzing you during the first competition. Why don't you do this every year? And, of course, then I saw how much work went into it, uh, and so you do it every other year. And I'm just a little amazed to see we're already back up to another year. Has it really been almost two years since 2021? I guess next year it will be, won't it? It will be. (laughs) And you say, yeah, you're moving it up a few months, but that doesn't count. It's been almost two years here. It happened last year, and now it's going to happen next year. Very exciting. So, yes, as you point out, it's an eight-minute speech to persuade at the state capitol. Uh, It's open to uh, high school girls in Minnesota. Coming up June 17th, any private, public, charter, or homeschool uh, young lady currently in ninth through 12th grade, uh, 24 of them involved. There's a tour of the Capitol involved. There's a box, box lunch. So if the rest of it didn't get you, I mean, free food, yay. Uh, and you're taking applications March 1st through April 1st. And we'll talk about the actual contest. Uh, and we're we're going to wait at some point here hear about the the subject of this year's speeches. We have the topic of the speech topic. today Ooh. is the reveal of Ooh. this topic. Hold that thought because I don't want to get there yet. I want to build up a little tension because the top all the speeches are on the same topic. Exactly. Uh, last year it was it was more perfect union. More no, that perfect was, union. Yep. Keeping a public, if, if you, you can, can keep, keep it, it, was the first one. That's right. Benjamin Franklin was our iconic theme. Uh, That's uh, right. Cartoon character on the back of the T-shirts. And by the way, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the logistics, about getting people applied, and, and how you go about picking the top 24. Yes. But let's uh, take a moment to talk with one of the top 24 from last year's competition. Sophia Duval uh, joins us. Sophia from Edina High School. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, get up nice and close to that microphone there. It's uh, public speech is one thing. Doing it on a radio is another whole thing. <laughs> now, you have a partic- now you were in the contest last year? I was, Actually, yes. I, And I'm almost positive I saw you speak. I'm not going to ask you to give your speech from memory here again, although I bet you could. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Very possible. But uh, you have, uh, have taken that, that involvement and taken it to another step at Edina High School. You're at Edina? Yes, I am. Which, uh, which we've been talking about for years on this broadcast has been has had an administration school board and faculty that's been sliding steadily to the left of center yes you have t- taken probably the most uh, what which i say confrontational possible intellectual approach to that you are the leader for Turning Point USA at Edina High School. Am I correct? I am. All right. (laughs) That has got to be a story. It is. What's what's that like, being a leader of a a conservative group at a, shall we say, mindlessly progressive school? It comes with its challenges. I suspect it does. Um, It's incredibly rewarding, though. A lot of students... Um, lean more right, but they are scared to express it. So we offer kind of like a sanction for them. So what do you do? To, I mean, this is this part fascinates me because, of course, I'm a conservative who lives in St. Paul, and I live around a lot of people. I've in St. Paul and in the media. I mean, one of my favorite memories was at a local media uh, organization uh, at an event. Someone who was worked at this media organization was 
yelling things out at other people. He walked up and he says, don't tell anybody I told you this, but I'm on your side. I'll listen to your show. But I'd get fired if I, if I, if I let that get out. And I, I just got to figure, this is a little, I mean, working for some of these media organizations is kind of like being in a high school run by the mean girls in junior high in so many ways. What, what do you do to try and get fellow conservative kids, right, even right of center kids or, or kids who are in the middle, you know, like just don't want to be in the echo chamber to kind of come out of their shells in a place that's that relentlessly hostile? Yeah, so we do larger events. We don't focus so much on um, meetings. Okay. And this offers a lot of different students the opportunity to come and spend time with us. And how did uh, speaking proudly uh, affect your the commitment it clearly takes to run a mission like that in a place like Edina? <laughs> yeah, well, it definitely helped my public speaking. Oh, yeah. Um, it was also fun. I got to work with our government teachers to do research on the topic, so that was really amazing. Excellent. So this is we'll, we'll come back to that in a moment here. So, so Sherry, for, by the way, I should point out that while uh, while uh, Sophia is an organizer and leader for Turning Point, this is not a conservative echo chamber. While she, she, Sophia does what she does uh, at school, and you are in fact involved with the Republican Party here in Minnesota, and the whole event is a production of of the uh, Metro uh, Republican Women. Metro Republican Women. We, the idea came about with uh, maybe eight years ago, and we just said we have a person that's with us, Deb Kazmarek, who's organized speech, speaking contests for high school kids. Right. It just fell into our laps of if we want to really encourage the young people, young women, to speak up for America, let's do it and let's reward them by money. Yep. Money, money talks. Money, money talks, bet. absolutely. But but it's not a Republican echo chamber. I, I heard not. speeches on both sides, and I should say far on both sides of the center last year, both years at the competition, probably more uh, probably more uh, what I would call left of center last year than the first time around, as I think mm-hmm. probably both sides are getting arguably maybe hopefully a little more comfortable with the idea of coming out, as it were, and talking to people. Mm-hmm. Well, we feel that... Uh, even one of the three winners each year was not a Republican or more of a, a conservative talk. But what we want to do is get these girls talking about America, talking about this government, talking about what it, what the value of being an American is. So, Sophia, what was the theme of your speech last year? I mean, we know the subject, but what was your uh, main t- uh, focus of your speech? Yeah, my main focus was civic education and indoctrination. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> so what did, you, what did you learn uh, from the competition last year, both the process of getting your speech researched and put together and through the event itself? Um, I learned a lot of shocking statistics <laughs> <Yes>. about education. <laughs> um, I also, I had never given a persuasive speech that long before. Yeah. So just going through the process and learning how, to format everything, I that I took a lot out of that process. Learning how to, to present the subject to people is such a skill. I mean, it's a skill that will serve you so well in life. I'm sure you're sick of people telling you that already here right now. And you're going to get sicker of it because, boy, it just only picks up speed here. But it is such a useful skill and something that a whole lot of people, including certain sitting politicians in the executive branch here in the state of Minnesota, do a terrible job at. So you did a great job. I'll just, I, I remember the education indoctrination speech among 
several in particular from this last go around. So kudos, good job. Stuck in my brain this long here. Uh, I will say almost two years now. Holy cow! At any rate, so so Sherry, this uh, this is uh, let's just talk a little bit about the process of getting people uh, involved here. Well, we are going around the state, uh, telling uh, schools of all sorts and also uh, civic organizations about we've got this contest, we want girls to speak up for America, and we want them to apply. So the, the, ever, all the details are on the website, speakingproudly.org, and it has information on um, how to prepare the speech, some tips about what to wear, how to get some resources. All your resources from Wikipedia will not fly. Right. We've got to have really researched, and we want critical thinking to happen with these speeches. So that's where we're going. We're reaching out to radio. We're talking on other stations around the state, small towns. Um, even radio stations up north are surprised such a contest would come from the Twin Cities, you know. I bet they are. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. right. And you and you get a, a really broad reach of students. I think the farthest I've seen that I recall so far was Thief River Falls. Yes, yes. Which and is a high, I used to commute up there for a job 10 years ago. That's a bit of a high, that's commitment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. We've had uh, girls from New Ulm. Area, Rochester, Thief River right. Falls. Yeah. That's right. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call if you have questions or comments. We'll go to the phone lines after we take a break here right now. But uh, are you going to participate again this time around, Sophia? Or do you have your hands full at Edina High School running Turning Point? I hope to participate again. I love the topic they chose this year. Oh, well, we'll find out about that after the break. Let's uh, take a quick break. And uh, come back with uh, more from Sherry Wallace and Sophia Duvall and your phone calls at 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances. 
heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Never take a pill unless it comes from your pharmacist. We lost my 18-year-old son who had a very bright future ahead of him, and it was stolen. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org. OnePillKilled.org to learn more. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call. Hey, don't forget, we know you like a meaningful conversation. That's why you listen to us each day. But we think you'll also enjoy our sister station, Freedom 1570. It's the format so nice we do it twice. You can hear from your favorite hosts like Dana Lash, Mark Levin, uh, Ben Shapiro, and so many more. It's online at freedom1570.com. It is the perfect companion to the Patriot. In fact, sometimes I will put one station on one side on one radio and the other on a different radio on the other side and just double the conservative talk impact uh, all in real time. Anyway, Freedom 1570, in case the 1280 isn't coming in for you for some reason here. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Or you can also join us on Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show. Either way, hope you can join us here. So, Sherry Wallace, the question everyone is here for is uh, the the topic that the, that the 24... Uh, high school girls will be speaking to that they will have to write a speech relating to uh, in the upcoming competition, which is coming up June 17th. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I mean, the prize money is nothing to sneeze at. I'm, I, can you tell I'm trying to build up a little hype here? Yeah, uh, the prize, should. prize should. money is pretty. Third place is a thousand bucks. Holy cow. That was the first prize two years ago, wasn't it? Four, four years ago, wasn't four it? Years ago. Holy yeah. cow. Things have gone uphill. Uh, second prize, 1500 bucks. First place, $2,000. Holy cow. We're starting to talk real money here, right. Sherry Wallace. And this definitely goes on anyone's resume or college application. Oh, absolutely. This is great. So, the big event, the, the thing that everyone is waiting for is what is the subject this coming year? Let's get, we could use a drum roll. Uh, G-Money, let's... let's... The 2023 Speaking Proudly topic is securing the blessings of liberty in 21st century America. Ooh. And we can guess where that came from, inspired by the preamble of the Constitution... We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Wow. So, Sophia Duval, you're hearing this for the first time. Uh, wh- wh- what do you think when you hear this as a topic? 
I love it. I immediately go to the First Amendment, specifically freedom of speech and censorship with social media. I didn't ask you necessarily to do an improv, but on the other hand, that was a good place to start <laughs> from, Sherry Wallace. So, uh, Sherry Wallace, this uh, uh, Sophia Duval, thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Sherry Wallace, so, so, how, how, what goes into picking this subject out here? We were looking at what is a broad enough topic, but also central enough that we won't have speeches all over the map. We want a focused area directly from the Constitution or some aspect of the Constitution. But we also want it to encourage girls to to really look at what are the blessings of liberty. And mm-hmm. then also, what are the things that are getting in the way of these blessings? So with this topic, they could just go through those blessings or they could talk about the unchecked expansion of executive power. Okay. Uh, and um, The complete and, collapse of the rule of law in our government, perhaps? Exactly. The <laughs> mushrooms administ- mushrooming administrative state. Yes. The politicized Supreme Court. Yeah. The uh, lack of press that is free and seeking the truth. Or just to play uh, devil's uh, or Biden's advocate, take your pick. Uh, or the, 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 the challenge provided to the blessings of liberty by the January 6th insurrection. You know, someone's going to bring it up. You got to know. Yeah. It's yep. inevitable. Well, political polarization as well. Oh, that yeah. is really cutting into our liberty. Censorship oh, yeah. of any unpopular opinion or voices. Sophia is nodding her head at that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, bet right. you are. Do you find yourself getting censored, by the way, Eddie Dunn? I mean, actively suppressed in any way? Are, 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 are they, do they tolerate you through clenched teeth? How, what is life like over there? Not to, not to d- take away from the contest, no, but I'm no. dying to find out. Honestly, we are not censored very much. We, okay. um, the school na- newspaper has covered us, and they really wanted to hear our opinions, which was great. All right. Well, there, there is some hope out there, perhaps. So maybe Excellent. they can talk about speaking proudly. Yeah. And the topic. Yeah. I see. Always be selling uh-huh. here, Sherry. That's right. right. You bet. That's you right. bet. Well, uh, the girls also, this speech, could just focus on what would give more blessings to us if we had strengthening of families. Okay. Or return to faith. Or social reforms, or even different approaches in education. Now, if I were in the perspective, from approaching this from the perspective of someone, say, in Sophia's uh, place, only who hadn't done the contest before, say, okay, how much leeway do you get? Is that something that gets sort of? I mean, how do you know if someone is too far afield of the of the subject? Well, we encourage the judges. The judges listen to a video and watch a videotape that we have produced. Encourage them to pay attention to the topic. Is that speech covering and going back to and really responding back to the topic? So if they're way out in left field, number one, we'd know it because their outline, which is their uh, ability to be judged to be part of the speech, yeah. or they they just won't even get in the contest. That's right, because they're, they're the people who actually make it to the contest are the 24 that actually get to the, the, the top of the heap. Uh, so exactly. you, people are submitting something that shows – uh, that they're actually on the topic here and they're actually addressing the, 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 the topic. Right. Was that the most nerve-wracking part or was it actually giving the speech, Sophia? Probably giving the speech. I, yeah. I suspect as much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always fun to hear because my father was a high school speech teacher. I grew up in a speech family. Of course, I went on to work in radio when I was 15, so speech was the family business. But I do remember 
how incredibly nervous I got before speech competitions in high school, uh, the, I mean, especially the ones I didn't win. So uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I totally feel your pain, is, uh, to, to coin a phrase from a former president here. So uh, we'll talk more about that in a moment here, but let's go to the phones. Uh, in Minneapolis, Pat, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're on the air with Sophia and Sherry. Go right ahead. Hello. I'm so excited to hear this, especially um, Sophia being an Edina student. And I was at training in the Edina City Hall for being a judge for the upcoming election. And I'm close to eight. And in that room were maybe 20, like 16, 17 high school students from Edina. I was very impressed, and I was thinking they could mentor me in doing some of the technological stuff you have to do with the poll book. But I was so impressed that these kids came out to want to be their election judges, just like we are. And I'm wondering if she knew if these are, is this a class that they're doing? Are they doing more civics and more governmental kinds of things in the school. So I'd be interested to hear her comments about Excellent that. Excellent question, Pat. Sophia, is this something that is being, uh, shall we say, encouraged at Edina High School that you're aware of? Yeah, definitely. They're sending out emails and whatnot, and we've just been presented with a lot more opportunities around civics. That's interesting. And and uh, I didn't know that you could – are these uh, over 18 uh, students? I, I suppose everyone in high school is under 17 in Minnesota. That's one thing that's different from where I grew up. Uh, so so I, I didn't know they allowed uh, 17-year-old election judges. Search me. I had no idea. It didn't occur, didn't occur to me to want to try when I was in high school, so this is excellent. Hope that answers your question. By, by the way, just to, to follow up on uh, Pat's question, Sophia, has, I mean, we, we know that it's increased your engagement around school because you, you went in the deep end and, 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 and started leading Turning Point. And of course, I, I don't assume you're a voter necessarily just yet. Uh, so how has this changed, if, how has this impacted your engagement uh, with with politics in general outside of the school? I mean, has this changed your appreciation of the politics going on around you? Yeah, definitely. I've also tried to become more present in local politics. So um, I was elected onto the Legislative Action Committee at my school, which has been great. Okay. So, yeah. Excellent. Uh, 651-289-4488 if you have other questions or comments for Sherry Wallace from Speaking Proudly and uh, Sophia Duvall from Edina High School. Your junior year at Edina, so you've got a couple more crack. Well, you got one more crack at uh, Speaking Proudly here. That's right. It's every other year so far. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so Sherry, so uh, one more time for we got a few minutes to go here. How uh, if, if the people who can qualify and uh, who can qualify, what do they got to do to get involved? These are high school girls in Minnesota. You just need to be going to a school or involved with schooling in Minnesota. This is public, private, mm-hmm. charter schools or homeschools. Yep. We have very high interest with homeschooling community. Yeah. Uh, the uh, You need to apply, um, re- research your uh, top uh, research this topic, s- securing the blessings of liberty in the 21st century. Uh, put in a speech outline, send it to us uh, by April 1st, and then by 15 days later, you will know if you're accepted as one of the 24, and then just show up uh, ready to give your speech on um, the, June 17th. So. And you're ju- to pick the top 24, are you judging outlines? Or is there an audition speech involved, or how does no, that work? it's just the outline. 
Okay, so like, you could tell that there were girls at the last both rounds of competition who had done a lot of public speaking. Some for whom it was fairly new, but they'd apparently they clearly had excellent outlines. Uh, so it's not necessarily on speaker points right out of the gate. It helps to develop that skill before you come and, and do the, the event. But it's not necessarily about giving a knockout audition. It's not like American Idol here. That's right. Uh, Sophia, ask your parents about American Idol. We're going back a few years <laughs> here. So had you done any speaking in public before, uh, by the way? Um, not really. Prior to this comp- competition, no. But after it piqued my interest, so I joined Mock Trial and other things that sort. So it's a great starter drug for speech, uh, mm-hmm. Sherry Wallace mm-hmm. here. We've had uh, individuals that have been involved with speech contests and mock trial and debates their whole high school year, and then this they do this in their senior year, or they have never been before in wow. a, a debate class. Wow. But speaking to an audience was part of their school prog- program from the time they were kindergarten. Excellent. Yeah, so this is... Uh, Wide my- range. Absolutely. And they, you can tell it's a wide range, and yet the amount of thought and the amount of effort that goes into preparing these speeches was impressive in every case. Even mm-hmm. some of the girls who were kind of losing a little bit of their – every once in a while you run into one who isn't really comfortable working a room. But there's still a lot – It's they're all still worth listening to. I've always been incredibly impressed. Uh, one more time, Sherry Wallace, in the moment we have remaining here, how can people find out more? Go to speakingproudly.org. There you're going to have this uh, news release about the topic, and also you'll have the application forms. Everything's online, plus a lot of tips about how to put together a good speech. And then you're going to also see the form that the judges use. What are they looking at as they judge you? And you're going to give that speech three times throughout the day. Excellent. I will post the link at Shot in the Dark for, the, for those who need it. Uh, best of, let's do this again before June. We have to do this again. Like Perfect. Before March, hopefully, we can do this again. So, yeah. uh, Sherry, thanks for coming out. Uh, Sophia Duvall, thank you very much for joining us from Edina High School. See you hopefully at the uh, the competition uh, next June. Yeah. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 The Patriot. Do it. We'll be right back. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Do you want to participate in market gains but not market losses? Hi, I'm Dale Tondrick, host of the Retirement and Income Radio Show on the Patriot, Sundays at 11 a.m. I've helped many Patriot listeners like you create their unshakable retirement. Contact me now and I'll send you a free copy of my new book, Unshakable Retirement. Log on to myinvestingcoach.com or call me at 952-401-1671. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. 
We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. After nearly three decades on the sidelines as an Emmy Award-winning reporter, Michelle Tavoy is now coaching us through today's insanity. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tavoya for her unique and sane perspective. You'll hear from players, coaches, subject matter experts, and key players in the political sphere. Stream Sideline Sanity with our MVP, Michelle Tafoya on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join me, and that would be fantastic if you did. By the way, don't forget for a moment, the Salem Podcast Network is in full effect. Our roster of values-driven, award-winning hosts extends way beyond what you hear on the air. You can check out SalemPodcastNetwork.com for even more insightful commentary and compelling conversations with our team. And the team just keeps growing. We've got Brandon Tatum, Charlie Kirk, who founded Turning Point, of uh, whom you just heard from uh, from Sophia from Edina, uh, Michelle Tafoya, of course, uh, local uh, star uh, here on the Salem Podcast Network. Dinesh D'Souza, been doing it just since before. It was cool. Plus, Jenna Ellis, Carl Jackson, uh, Trish Regan, and so many more. Uh, just go to SalemPodcastNetwork.com, the place to go for what all the kids are doing. Listen to the podcast these days here. So, 651-289-4488, the number to call. The big news that didn't involve an election this past week, or maybe it did just a little bit, Tulsi Gabbard is sick and tired of the Democratic Party, and she's not going to take it anymore. Uh, she released a, a Twitter thread drawn from her new video podcast in which she cut her ties with the Democratic Party, which she seemed to, well, I mean, just going back to her candidacy for the presidency two years ago, uh, she always seemed she's like she sort of fit uneasily into the Democratic Party. I mean, she has some beliefs that line up fairly well with Bernie Sanders in many respects and some that are a little more, I don't know, traditional libertarian conservative views. It was hard to place her. And she seems to have recognized that herself, although she was a state representative from relentlessly progressive Hawaii. Uh, she has cut and run from the Democratic Party uh, in a twi uh, Twitter thread that started with, and I quote, I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that is now under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoke anti-white racism actively to work to undermine our God-given freedoms and onward from there. It was an interesting thread to watch. It was an interesting video to see in its entirety. Tulsi Gabbard uh, longtime Democrat, 
at least hypothetical presidential contender at one point or another, cutting ties with the Democratic Party. Now, the immediate buzz around her announcement started with thoughts of her throwing her hat in the ring to run for to, to to get onto a GOP ticket potentially for president going around next time. I I, I was I heard a fair number of people talking in terms of uh, in terms of of uh, DeSantis Gabbard twenty twenty four, and that's probably a little to a lot premature, but I did have a few thoughts. I mean, Berg's seventh law foretells that the idea that one of the reasons Democrats like to harp on the extremism of the GOP is to deflect away from their own. Now, when you have one of the Democrats leading lights or who was one of the Democrats leading lights uh, throwing the whole uh, notion of the Democrat Party under the bus as having been overtaken by uh, extremists of a variety of stripes, one can hope the Congresswoman, former congresswoman uh, from the one of the bluest states in the country might be the little crack in the dam that brings out the uh, centuries Reagan Republicans in, in greater numbers. That's one thing you can hope for. Now, the other thing I thought was, I mean, speaking of Ronald Reagan, there's at least a little bit of conventional wisdom that, that Gabbard has made this move to put her name somewhere in contention for something in 2024. VP, who knows? I I I think it's a long shot, personally. I don't think she has spent a lot of time building up a whole lot of support in the traditional Republican Party, which, by the way, is the part that goes to the conventions and votes for the candidates. She certainly has uh, some, let's just say, mind share among parts of the uh, Republican grassroots, at least the parts that, that think in terms of improbabilities like her running for vice president. There are things about her that are politically attractive, to say nothing of conventionally so. I mean, I'm a guy. What can I say? But when you hear people saying that she might be running for VP, there's a little bit of magical thinking there. I mean, it's an interesting concept, but when you remember who it is that goes to the national convention they are republican republican delegates to the national convention are except in the most shall we say unusually motivated of circumstances are generally people who have been involved as activists in the party for a long 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 time and you find exceptions to that for example in 2012 2014 was it 2012 when the uh, Republican yeah when the, when a number of states were uh, delegations were overtaken by a including especially Minnesota uh, Minnesota's delegation actually was overtaken by a very well organized I think it's fair to call it surprise attack from the Ron Paul contingent who managed to win a number of these delegate seats that would have normally gone to people who've been voting fairly conventional Republican Party line uh, endorsements for decades. I mean, the typical convention goer is someone who has been pounding lawn signs and phone banking for 20 years or more, has donated a fair amount of money to the Minnesota GOP over the years, someone who has been building their capital 
as a fairly conventional activist for quite some time, because that's who the people who stay involved in politics year in, year out, come hell or high water, in in sickness and in health, uh, tend to be. It takes a very well-organized, to borrow a much misused phrase lately, insurgency within the party to change that. The Ron Paul quote, insurgency, end quote, in 2012 was incredibly well organized. We've been talking about that for a decade now. That's how, if you want to upset the apple cart in a, in a uh, political party on either side, that's how it's done. I don't know that I see Tulsi Gabbard leading that same kind of insurgency. I could be surprised. But anyway, that's my response to those who say that she is trying to maneuver to get onto a presidential ticket as a vice president or some potential senior advisor. Seems like a stretch, at least for anything that gets endorsed through a national convention. Now, to those who say, oh, she's a liberal, as some of my conservative friends say, I'm just going to back up for a moment here. Uh, One of Ronald Reagan's great bits of genius was his ability to reach outside uh, (laughs) uh, across the aisle, by the aisle, I mean the aisle within the party, as well as occasionally outside the party, to pull people together on issues that mattered to his agenda. By the way, that's a key qualifier there, that mattered to his agenda, which was, by the way, two items long. Turn the, econ- <laughs> turn the economic ship back in the right direction and destroy communism. Now, he had a bully pulpit, the biggest one in the country, Uh, And he used that to push other people to uh, act on other issues that were outside of his key agenda. I mean, he gave speeches against abortion and for life. He certainly uh, did his best, at least rhetorically, to atone for his mistakes on gun control when he was a a governor of California. Uh, He... He, he lent his bully pulpit briefly to a lot of issues, but he focused like a laser beam on the two things that he got himself elected for, turning the economic ship around and destroying communism. And so at, with that in mind, he made a lot of deals. He brought a lot of people in that would normally you would not see with a with a what we would call a paleoconservative today. For example, George H.W. Bush, his vice presidential pick, had been a bitter opponent of his out on the campaign trail, and for good reason, he was a Bush. He was a moderate Republican. He was very much an artifact of the 1950s and 1960s edition of the Republican Party, essentially, in many respects, Democrats with better suits and with mildly, but not especially committedly, anti-communist rhetoric. Someone who was as comfortable talking about the, the right fringes of the New Deal as they were about anything to do with the Young Americans for Freedom. Reagan focused all of these efforts and cut the deals he needed to cut, not only with George H.W. Bush to get him on the ticket to, by the way, cement support from the moderate center of the Republican Party that was still quite powerful in 1980, but also deals with Democrats like Tip O'Neill 
to get the nineteen eighty two tax cuts. And with and this strikes some of my modern union member friends as bizarre. They say, Are you sure about that? Uh, cutting alliance with Lane Kirkland, the longtime president of the AFL CIO at the time, on helping get aid to the Eastern European labor movement against the Soviet Union, which kids ask your parents, but for those who were there, that was the first crack in the dam of the Soviet Union. The, the labor movement in Poland, which spread to other communist countries on the other side of the, uh, the, 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 uh, the uh, Iron Curtain. Again, kids ask your parents. That was the first crack in the dam that was visible to the West. And Ronald Reagan enlisted the help of someone who you would never see a conservative Republican talking to politely today. Lane Kirkland, the head of the AFL-CIO, in, enlisting the help of people, as the Democrats have been so happy to do, uh, even to try to claim credit for the fall of the Soviet Union, even going across the aisle to the Democrats in Congress, including Democratic Congressman Charlie Wilson, around whom Hollywood, trying to bogart some unearned credit for the fall of communism, wrote an entire movie starring Charlie, uh, starring Tom Hanks, Charlie Wilson's War in which they tried implausibly and preposterously to claim credit for the fall, at least partial credit for the fall of the Soviet Union for the Democratic Party that swore up and down that the Soviet Union was here to stay. At, at any rate, all by way of getting back around to Tulsi Gabbard, could a future Republican president who's focused on our society's current ills, the deep state, stagflation, China, could a future Republican conservative, say, a Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump or Greg Abbott, benefit from reaching across the aisle to a center-left libertarian Democrat, something that may be the most endangered species in the world, who shares those concerns in as many words because she put them in her statement when she left the Democratic Party? It's a long shot. I think it's worth a look. Let's not shoot it down out of hand here. There have been dumber ideas that have succeeded in our, uh, and saved our democracy and Western civilization along the way. Just saying. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Carrie came to Robbinsdale Women's Center battling addiction. She was scared, confused, and felt pressure from the baby's father. She was filled with doubt and fear. She had three abortion appointments scheduled before she met with me. Hi, I'm Victoria, a patient advocate at Robbinsdale Women's Center. Recently, Carrie brought her four-month-old baby in for a visit. With tears of joy, she told me she wanted to introduce him to the people that saved his life and helped his mom on a path of self-confidence, self-love, and sobriety. She is thankful every day that God led her to Robbinsdale Women's Center and gave her the resources and encouragement to choose to have her son, Caleb. If it were not for RWC, she said she would still be addicted to drugs and wouldn't be a mom to this adorable baby boy, the love of her life. Donate at rwcinfo.org to help women like Carrie choose life. We are 100% donor-supported. 
please visit rwcinfo.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. That's rwcinfo.org. Hi, it's Keith Hitner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your real estate chalk talk where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hitner Sr. and Keith Hitner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hitner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at hitnergroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Viewers are raving about Uncle Tom, too. This story hasn't been and won't be taught in schools. And that's why it's important for everyone to see this movie and learn what'll happen if America continues to head in the wrong direction. This is hands down the most impactful documentary I've ever seen. Uncle Tom was terrific. Uncle Tom, too, was nothing short of amazing. Uncle Tom, too, by executive producer Larry Elder and filmmaker Justin Malone. Featuring Brandon Tatum, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, and Dr. Ben Carson. Now available by stream or DVD at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Those brainwashed Americans who think they believe in socialism will regret it when communism takes away all their freedoms. They must watch this movie. Americans have been lied to. Watch Uncle Tom 2 today at SalemNow.com. Available by stream or DVD. Uncle Tom 2 at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Join our fan club today and you could win our Regnery Book of the Month, Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections by Molly Hemingway. Register to win daily at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me. Jack Tomzak coming up after the top of the hour, 3 o'clock. What's on his show? The best in finding where the bodies are buried in Minnesota uh, Minnesota politics. That's what. As we head up towards the election, it's going to be a great listen. Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow as well from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Hey, quick reminder, my band Elephant in the Room has had a busy, busy week. Well, that's not true. No, ask. I'll I'll reply. Now, last uh, Saturday night, we were out at the... uh, Friday night, rather. Friday night, we were out at the... um, Coon Rapids VFW. It was so much fun. We were all singing along. Okay, not this song, actually. But we had a great time. One of the most spectacularly fun debut gigs we've ever had at a bar anywhere. Uh, Floor was packed all night long. We're going to be back there next year uh, at least once. Maybe yet this year. We'll see what happens. uh, Negotiations are underway even as we speak to see where we go back to uh, the, the, the Coon Rapids VFW. Don't forget also next Friday night, this coming Friday night, the 21st, we will be making our debut performance at the Savage American Legion. Uh, it's down just uh, just uh, Highway 13, about five minutes west of 35W at Lynn Street. You go south a block or two, hang a right, and it's down there somewhere. Anyway, uh, everyone's got GPS these days. If you don't, well, it's the Savage Legion. You can find that. It's right down there near Neeson's, where we'll also be coming up next month. We're getting quite some uh, a, quite a following down there in the southwest burbs and we're hoping to follow that in the north burbs as well here uh, we're going to be back at a number of your favorite bars here coming up over the next month here so stay tuned this is going to be a fun uh, winter summer thunder tour is over 
uh, Winter Wonderland Tour kicking off here. we got that six, seven more gigs coming up yet this year. And then, yeah, we're already getting into a busy 2023. So look forward to seeing you out there. Uh, by the way, this past week, uh, the big news in, cons- well, I don't want to call them conservative media, but the big news, uh, big news and news, Alex Jones ordered to pay a billion dollars over his Sandy Hook lies. Now, National Public Radio asks, will he? I mean, he will run out the clock as long as he needs to, probably for the rest of his life at this point here. Uh, First of all, let me just voice my complete condemnation for Alex Jones and his uh, entire media organization. I mean, he is essentially the caricature by which big left lampoons and caricatures and stereotypes all conservative media. He is... A, a loudmouth who has no problem making stuff up to get his fan base uh, uh, riled up. And whether it's true or not doesn't matter. And and frankly, the, the, the things he had to say about the Newtown parents, uh, the idea that they were crisis actors, that their children were all still alive, depraved is the only word I have for it, completely morally depraved. Now, I am the first one to defend most conservative uh, media figures against most of the attacks that they get from the left because they are almost invariably scabrous and fact-free. Winning a defamation suit against a public figure is hard to do. It's a justifiably high legal standard, thankfully, because if we adopted a standard like they have in the U.K. and Australia— the First Amendment would die very quickly. It would be gassed out of existence very quickly. Uh, more on that in just a moment here. The verdict against Alex Jones, I think, is at least the the guilty verdict on the defamation suit is entire uh, the li- I should say the finding of liability in the uh, in the in the defamation because it's a civil case, not a uh, not a uh, what do you call it criminal case. Thank you very much. Uh, it, it's it's justified. As far as a billion dollar judgment, a billion dollars. I mean, why not eleven quadrillion dollars while we're at it? As long as we're just pulling numbers out of thin air and throwing them out there. I mean, there are estimates that Alex Jones's media empire might, I say, might be worth a quarter of a billion dollars. Okay. It might be entirely justifiable that that is all on the table here, potentially. It's also entirely likely that if, as NPR points out, if Alex Jones's uh, alternative to paying a billion dollars is going off the air and getting out of the political opinion business, then suddenly that quarter of a billion dollar empire becomes worth about as much as Eric Swalwell's promise. Nothing. Uh, The parents will get nothing in that case. And it's possible that that's exactly what they want for Alex Jones to go away. Speaking as a conservative talk show host, I wouldn't mind seeing Alex Jones go away because he does, in fact, give us all a bad name. And by the way, If you're out there listening to me right now and you're an Alex Jones fan and the things I'm saying make you upset, feel free to call. I am more than willing to discuss this with anyone who wants to because I will defend and have defended 
virtually every conservative voice that deserved defense. Uh, going back uh, since the dawn of blogging, almost 12, over 20 years ago. I've defended Rush Limbaugh for what little it mattered from all of the scabrous attacks that attended him throughout his entire career. Uh, I, uh, you pick a conservative pundit from the, the great down to the virtually unknown. I've defended them against the most unfair attacks that can be imagined. I, for example... During the golden era of blogging back in the late, the mid to late 2000s, 15 years ago, good Lord, that was 15 years ago, uh, when one local conservative blogger uh, was assailed by a mass of drooling droogs about what they took as an insult to Native American culture. I said, well, no, you're deflecting away from the actual point here. Not so with Alex Jones, referring to the victim's uh, referring to the victims as, as false flags in Newtown and to their parents as crisis actors was the most depraved thing I've ever heard of. And, and frankly, if I could find a way to contribute to the suit against him, well, it's not needed. He lost, and he's going to continue losing for some time, even though he may run out the clock on his fortune. We shall see. At any rate, good riddance, Alex Jones. Let's try and focus on what matters here. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. This is Molly Hemingway. In 2020, millions of Americans experienced the most troubling election of their lives. That's why I wrote the book Rigged, how big tech, the media, and Democrats seized our elections. I write about Mark Zuckerberg's efforts to take over election operations in key states how the coronavirus was used to force election laws designed explicitly to help the Democrat Party, and much, much more. It's now in paperback. Don't miss Molly Hemingway's book, Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections. Available wherever books are sold. You're smart, you're busy, and don't have time to waste on the mainstream media cycle. Salem News Channel breaks that cycle. Topics that matter from hosts worth watching. Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. Salem News Channel, not like the other guys. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find everything you need to know at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. You've got advanced prostate cancer, but you're not waiting around. You want straight talk to facts about a Govix. Orgovix Religolix 120 milligram prescription tablets is a treatment for adults with advanced prostate cancer. Fact, Orgovix is a different kind of androgen deprivation therapy treatment, a pill, not an injection. Orgovix may cause serious side effects, including a heart condition called QT prolongation. Tell your doctor right away if you feel dizzy, faint, have a racing or pounding heart or chest pain. Orgovix can cause harm to an unborn baby or miscarriage. Use birth control during treatment and for two weeks after Orgovix treatment. The most common side effects include hot flushes, increased blood sugar and blood fat levels, muscle and joint pain, decreased blood hemoglobin levels, increased liver enzymes, tiredness, constipation, and diarrhea. Other side effects include weight gain, decreased sex drive, and erectile function problems. Orgovix may cause infertility. Talk to your doctor if infertility is a concern for you. Go with Orgovix. Ask your doctor. For more facts, visit GoWithTheFacts.com. 
These are tough times for everyone, so dealing with your timeshare may not be your biggest concern. But when this passes, do you still want a lifetime of payments, fees, and commitments for a timeshare you were misled into buying? Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshares and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial now for your free information kit. 800-549-8866. That's 800-549-8866. 800-549-8866. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. AM 1280, The Patriot is... 